Content warning. Occasional violence, discussion of death, and various sound effects including a punch, glass breaking, and various synthesized SFX noises. Thanks for tuning in. Let's run. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, and Byron. 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 Do you do the little finger poke like a shy anime girl when you say Byron? I do. Byron. (laughs) It's said with such love. I always imagine that gay little skunk from Bambi when y'all say Byron. <laughs> gay little skunk. I hate to do this for 20 seconds. <laughs> no. His name was Flower. What the fuck? <laughs> Hold on. We gotta stop. I'll How get distracted. I'll get distracted. I'm gonna get distracted killing Kathy if I don't stop. <laughs> Kathy, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm. You- I. Flower might as well have been <gasps> Byron. Shit. What the? <laughs> That's not what Kathy. I said. I think. I s- Go ahead. Hold on. Hold on. Kathy, you are fucking funny. <laughs> okay, good. Because I have to pull up exactly what I'm talking about. We have about. 30 seconds <laughs> until the clap. <laughs> he does gotta. He does gotta look. He just kind of look like a Byron. You're telling me you don't imagine this gay little thing you say Byron. Kathy. Kathy, I love you, but also I hate you more than anyone I've ever hated in my life. Um, I, I kind of see. What I, no, you don't, Matt. I hate you. I hate you. I googled. I googled flowers. I, I, well, I googled skunk. Kill, Bambi. kill, murder, death, kill, death, kill, kill. I wish to kill. That's so fucking funny, Kathy. <laughs> you blew up this whole game. I want to Among Us the mo- the lot of you. I just want to fucking get behind you and just do some Among Us. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> Kathy. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome back to Blue Beetle and the Outlaws. And welcome to issue two. Uh, let's go bottom up here. Oh, jeez, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's already I'm chaos. Kathy, oh. and I play Marisol Reyes. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm Matt, and I play Alex Wayne. I'm Morgan, I play Letitia. <laughs> I'm Ronan, and I play Oscar Wilfred Jackson Hughes. I am uh, playing Shareer, and my name is Brandon. You. F- oh. And I'm Indy, and I play everybody else. All I right, hate let's... all of you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna die. I'm, go- I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Okay, so... Uh, where we last left off, uh, Letitia Luthor, you just concluded firing, uh, just about 75% of the LexCorp board having come into control of it, and, uh, at the last moments of that board meeting, you were visited by your aunt, Lena Luthor, 
In addition, uh, Hugh Shereer had a short discussion with Darren, uh, the ex-Flash, uh, on his current situation in terms of dealing with the, reverse, with the, uh, the current reverse Flash, which is a version of Darren that you've known for quite some time because he's from your original timeline. Um, and uh, the rest of the outlaws had uh, started their Monday morning at school, and I think that's where we're going to zoom in right now and come down on the three of you. So Alex, um, Oscar, and Marisol, you're in your classroom at the moment, um, and you're walking in, and all the kids are uh, talking amongst each other. You see a couple familiar faces there, like you see uh, your Atlantean friend Valco, who you recently helped um, save from the mysterious entity known as Mr. Empty. Um, alongside him are Sky and Martina. Martina's another uh, person who you helped, um, what with Oscar sacrificing his memories to uh, help the people who've been put into a coma by Mr. Empty's worms. Um, she's there talking with her girlfriend Sky, and they're uh, they're seeming to do be doing seeming to be doing seeming to be doing a lot better uh, than the last time you saw them, uh, especially after uh, this entire Mr. Empty business. Um, but uh, Martina still looks worried about something while uh, talking with Sky. Um, all the discussion in the classroom immediately stops, however, as uh, you three walk in with a cameraman uh, trailing behind you with a boom mic. Hello, Wayne Nation. It's time for class. Uh, Valco, the Atlantean kid, speaks up and he just goes, "What? What's with the cameras?" <clears throat> uh, you you are now a uh, recurring character on the new highest highest rated TV show about me. Uh, the boom mic guy sort of sets the boom mic down, and starts handing release forms out. Uh, so Martina looks up from her form and she goes, "So we have to sign this to be on your TV show." I, I, Alex starts handing out 20s to everybody along You don't her. have to sign it, and if you don't, you'll be blurry. I didn't sign it. You don't. You also don't have to read it. Go ahead and sign it. Here's 20. Uh, go ahead and sign it if you want. Here's 20. Um, all of the kids start accepting these 20s, like, straight up, and uh, they just start signing it eagerly. <laughs> Nothing like a bribe. Works most of the time. Yeah. So, uh, there's a bunch of kids now sort of, like, goofing up and acting up at the camera, like... Kids at the back, sort of like making faces, you know, throwing, um, throwing like a paper at it. One kid runs up the boom mic and goes titties, 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 and then runs back to the other end of the classroom. I get the feeling the school has not signed off on this yet. John Ville, the cameraman and also producer and director of the show, who is surprisingly your age, uh, looks up over at you and says, "Oh no, we uh, cleared all of this with the school board. Uh, corporate sponsors were more than happy to let us on board, so it's all good." Well, there we go, corporate sponsors, hey! That's good. Yeah, weirdly enough, uh, Wayne Industries wasn't one of them. Kind of weird, you think they'd be, you know, invested or something. Wow. Yeah, you know. Mm. Wait, Alex, you didn't pay them to make this show? No. Well, I've, of course I didn't have to pay them to make this why, show. Why do they want to make it, then? Uh, I mean, this... The special that aired on me uh, a few days ago, huge ratings, huge ratings. I'm obviously, uh, you know, quite popular. It makes sense. Uh, Sky kind of speaks up from her corner. She goes, didn't you, Alex, no offense, like, didn't you, um, didn't you just say, you know, that you hated Patch City and you hated Gotham and no one really saw an apology? Uh, that was, that was edited. That was not. You can't prove I said those things on TV. Uh, Martina looks over at Sky and she goes, Don't you know, it was a spellbinder. The studio was attacked during the announcement. That's right. That's correct. 
And the handsome blackbird helped uh, helped solve that. Oh, that's good, says Johnville uh, from behind the camera. Alex, what do you think about the blackbird? Oh, but he's like the coolest superhero. He's not as cool or as, you know, uh, if, if it's not as cool or strong as me. You know, if I wanted to save people, I'd uh, I'd send that guy packing. But, you know, he's pretty, pretty good. He's not, he's not cool. as cool as the Blue Beetle, says Val- Valko from the corner. Yeah, I think the Blue Beetle's pretty cool. Yeah, she's sure. so hot. She's so hot. You don't even know what she looks like. Yeah, I do. All armory and metal and stuff, like a blue Samus Aran. So the arm. So you think the arm is attractive? You think that's armor? Don't, don't be an idiot. They're obviously scales. Okay. You think the blue beetle's a human sheeple? <laughs> Fair. Oh my god! Are there are there blue beetle truthers out there? Come <laughs> now. Valko leans in real close. It was the blue beetle being human is just a human conspiracy theory to try and keep humans on top. Everybody knows. Everybody knows the blue beetle is Atlantean. Can we uh? Can we blur this guy? Already, out? I know, at least one. He's already signed. He signed it twice. He's looking right at the camera now. Oh, crap. Well, this is more interesting, I guess. Yeah, blue blue beetles uh pretty pretty good. I guess not as. Uh, skilled as Blackbird, but pretty um, good. I like uh, the sweets, says Martina from the back. He's uh, he's very bouncy and nice. Oh, yeah, sweets is yeah, great. Bl- yes, yeah, Blackbird's trusted sidekick, of course. Ah, sweets. Yes. That's not true. But I don't think I, don't think I a... consider Sweets a sidekick. To... That's kind of a mentor relationship there, I think. Part... What, like Sweets mentoring Blackbird? No, no, that's not what I said. Partnership. Uh, yeah, they're they're you know, equals, but you know, Blackbird's a little. You know, <laughs> I think the outlaws fucking suck. Says a voice from the back, and it's me, um, the uh, Markovian kid who loves wearing gold chains and uh, likes ah, it. Yeah, that sounds right. What do they do? They just blow things up. Sometimes uh, stuff needs to be blown up. They hate Markovians. They chase the Markovian mob out of town. I don't think that was because they were Markovian. I think it was because they were a mob. Disappointed a mob? I don't think the outlaws have, like, racial biases like that. Well, Sweets is an alien, isn't he? You know you can't trust that. Whoa! So, So what's the difference between what you think they're doing and what you're doing right now? I'm human. See? There you go. All this extraterrestrial stuff. It makes my skin crawl. It's very creepy. Cool, dude. He's having a heated gaming moment. Okay. Gamer <laughs> moment. Jesus. He's looking at the camera right now. Are y'all gonna air right. that? Uh, John Ville kind of shrugs. Depends. Makes a good edit. Makes a good edit. Okay, wait. I got this'll... <clears throat> okay, this is some... This is a PR moment. <clears throat> oh, mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> you know, I... I think I've heard about enough of this, and uh, oh Christ! She's gonna walk up and deck him. <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> Jesus! You can't talk about our hero sweets like that. So you just deck him right in the face, and he actually goes comically like flying across. Do you? Did you hit him with your metal arm? Uh <laughs> Oh wait, that's not. It's not. <laughs> that would not, not be good. It, yeah, it's, it's not yeah, metal to I, other people, think... but like. Sure, but you know. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use the other arm. I'm not gonna use the metal arm on this. 
It's a meat punch. And I, yeah. In either case, he goes absolutely just flying across the room and just hits the wall. And, uh, you know, <laughs> like, if, if, if everyone else could see it, they could see what he's seeing. And it's cartoon birds just dizzying around his face. And it goes, whoa, I don't understand. And half the class's room is in absolute shock. And the other half is just, like, applauding and weeping. Like, Sky, Falco, and Martina are absolutely cheering their minds out. But it's at this point that your teacher, Scott Stearns, enters the room, going, All right, all right, what's going on here? He sees Meek across the room, he sees Alex having just punched him, and he goes, What is happening? Why are there- Oh, the camera's right, okay. What is going on here? I just had to defend the honor of, uh, you know, Patch's hero and Blackbird's friend, Sweets. And so you punched Meek. Yeah, sometimes you've got to get your hands a little dirty. To be fa- yeah, to be fair, he was engaging in hate speech. Okay, okay, okay. To be fair. Meek, you've been warned about this before, so I'm not even going to bother having to remind you again. You and I will have a talk later, but Alex, you can't just punch people in the middle of school. We have rules for a reason. Sure, alright, I, I get it, right. I get it. And I'm pulling out a 20 as I'm saying this and kind of... Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Stearns looks at you and goes, are you trying to bribe me right now? <clears throat> no, I'm trying to give you a 20 in exchange for you to, you know, forget about that. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> Alex, you and I are going to have a talk after class, okay? If you use the 20, you're a teacher. Come on. I'm not taking the 20, Alex. You and I will have a talk after class. Please take your seat. All right, big. All right, now Alex is getting another twenty out. He's like big spender. Oh my god! Uh, the camera guy and the boom mic guy, uh, you know, John and the boom mic guy, move to the other side of the room just so they can start filming. Um, you notice at this point there were two new students behind um, uh, Stearns, who he then gestures into the room. All right, class. I know we're kind of in exceptional circumstances at the moment, but. Um, we do have two new students starting today, so I need everybody on their best behavior and their most welcoming behavior. Do you understand? Okay. All right. Okay. Yep. Let me just check the list here. And he pushes the two students forward. One is um, one is a blonde uh, a blonde person uh, who looks kind of bored to be there. They're in a shirt, uh, a black shirt with like uh, a white star on it. They're in slightly faded jeans. Uh, what looks like uh, sneakers, and uh, they're wearing shades indoors. Um, and the other one is someone who looks kind of familiar to you three, but you can't quite place him. He's a uh, he's a uh, very pale, very slender, very delicate-looking English guy who's uh, very well done up and in, in very uh, um, very slick, uh, very slick, expensive clothing. And uh, Stearns looks up from the list and goes, "Okay, this is uh, this is KC." Uh, they are new here. Uh, they recently uh, transferred in, so uh, everybody give a big clap. They are a uh, Patch City local, though, so you know don't treat them like a stranger. They recently transferred here from Central Met High, so be sure to uh, welcome them. All right, is everybody on board? Yeah, Casey. Woo! Woo! Um, Casey sort of gives a thumbs up here. Um. Marisol, you look at Casey, and Casey looks incredibly familiar to you. Like, you can't place your fingers on it, but there's just something about them that you feel like you recognize. Um, mm. I'm gonna get you to... What would be appropriate here? Uh, roll superior for me, just a flat superior roll. Oh, lord. <laughs> oh, that's an eight. 
nicely done. Oh, wow. So uh, you recognize Casey um, through their dark glasses because it's the long blonde hair that tips you off. And you realize Casey is Booster Bronze. You've seen them in a media report from yesterday when they were working with the fake Flash. Um, Marisol, without thinking, is just going <gasps> to... And then point. <laughs> oh, sorry. You look like someone I knew. Sorry, never mind. Wrong person. Uh, Sterns turns to the other student and says, and now this, um, this, uh, this kid's a new transfer in from Gotham. Um, he's a bit of history there, but he is new to Patch City. Um, I want everybody to give a warm welcome to Ethan Cobblepot. Oh, oh my god. god. What? Um, somewhere looks like her skin crawls. Oh She's somewhere just like her skin's crawling. She's like, why am I skin crawling? Ethan looks up at the class and gives a wry <clears throat> smile and goes, hello everybody. I'm so delighted to meet all of you. And uh, the camera, Boom! and you see the camera guys moved in and looks a little bit closer on, uh, a little bit closer to Ethan. Everybody sort of leans in. They seem like transfixed by him a little bit. Now, as it so happens, I'm not completely new here. I do in fact have an old friend among you. It's good to see you again, Alex. Hi, Ethan. <laughs> the class looks between, like, the entire class, like, starts glancing between you and Ethan both. And Cerners goes, right, all right, uh, just uh, introduce yourselves, uh, give a little something about yourself, uh, and then take your seats, all right? Well, I don't want to waste too much time doing this. And I, Alex, don't forget, you were talking to me after class. Do you understand? Right, right, right. All right. Um, so uh, Stearns takes his seat, and uh, Casey looks over and goes, Sup, my name's Casey. Um, uh, not much to tell. Uh, like I said, I've been in Patch City for a little while now. Um, favorite superhero is Booster Bronze. They're so up, totally dope. Uh, but yeah, I like cars. Uh, I like fixing things. And, um, I like a good time. So, uh, yeah, it's nice to meet y'all. Meet all of you. And Ethan turns over and says, Yes, like I said, I'm Ethan Cobblepot. I've recently moved here from Gotham, and though my heart is so very far away from home, I found a new one here in Patch City. And the class starts clapping. Something real off about him now. It's, what is... <clears throat> he was not like this, like, a day ago. What is going... Yeah, 100%, because the last time you saw Ethan, he was kind of pathetic. He's always been kind of a whingy, scroungy daddy's boy, but he seems different. Does the penguin replace his children? He had to care for us. Well, like I said, my name is Ethan Cobblepot, much like Alexander. I have a rather famous father, but don't let his reputation at all look at you, make you look unfavorable to me. Uh, look unfavorably at me, I should say. I'm sorry, I do get nervous in public speaking. By the way, I would say my favorite superhero is... I think I would agree with Alex. I think it's the Blackbird. This is a red flag. Oh. No one thinks that. <clears throat> oh. Okay, alright. Mm. <clears throat> see, we in Gotham have a great appreciation for members of Batman and his crew, and the Blackbird is among one of those, you know, various children. Although, it is a shame not everyone feels that way. Uh. <clears throat> yes? Any questions? Dude, you talk kind of soft. He almost has control of the room <laughs> at the moment, because everybody is, like, leaning in and just absolutely raptured by what he has to say. Welcome. Well, I 
don't want to keep too much of the attention. And the camera follows him as he sits down, and it stays trained on him. That's not... Okay, hey, I'm over here, is guys. A, hey. Is this an industry You plan? see Bill and uh, the boom mic guy talking, like, really, really feverently to each other, like, in hushed tones. Oh, no, no. Can, can I pierce the mask? Yeah, sure thing. Ah, six. <clears throat> oh. Aw. Yeah, you take a look at Ethan, but you just... You can't really parse anything. Like, you clearly... He's a little bit more confident now, and he's had a makeover, but there's just, you know, something about him that you just can't put your finger on. In either case, uh, Stern turns to the class and goes, All right, guys, uh, we're just going to be covering a little bit of history today, so, uh, you know, we want to want to get to know our city, um, and considering we have two new arrivals, let's uh, let's talk about Patch a little bit, all right? So, uh, can anybody tell me how Patch City was formed? I know most of us know this story, but for the benefit of our newcomers, let's hear it again. Come on. Anyone at all? <clears throat> Alex is uh, drawing the coolest. Don't make me call on somebody, guys. I really don't... Um, uh, oh, maybe, Oscar, I Oscar, guess. thanks a lot. Oh, okay, Oscar, thank you. <laughs> How was Patch City? Um, well, it was... Patch City was formed uh, out of uh, what was initially an attack by Brainiac, or a plan that sort of went awry, where he, like, beamed up a bunch of different big places on a... You know, around the area, and they all sort of cities, the universe got stapled together. Yep. Okay, Oscar. Yeah. And throw. Yeah, that's basically the gist of it. That's that's pretty good. You could have been a bit more accurate about the uh, fact that it was you know, you know cities in the I universe, but you know that's a good start. That's a good start. Okay. Um. Okay. Can anybody tell me um how Pack City exists legally at the moment? I know we're in the uh, I know we're in the United States, but uh, does anybody know how Pack City functions or? What it's considered, anyone? Come on, guys, we've been over this before. I'm not going twice. I don't Alex? Either. Alex, it's your show. Can you give me an answer? Um, <clears throat> uh, Alex kind of looks over towards the camera and smiles. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> God, he sucks so much. There, there's, there's a bunch of laughs throughout the class and Stern just sighs and he goes, alright, okay, alright, alright. Okay, so even though... That's a commercial break for you guys. That's that's where you put it. Uh, Vil gives you a thumbs up and the camera is trained back on you again, away from Ethan. Ethan looks a little bit irritated, but it's, it's, uh, it's not testing him too much. Um, Stearns, uh, looks over at the class and goes, alright guys, so basically Patch City exists as an autonomous kind of legal entity, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit vague, but, uh, basically exists, um, uh, ruled by, uh, it's basically ruled by committee. We have a mayor who basically controls the city, but, uh, it's not beholden to the laws of the United States itself, uh, it can't function that way <laughs> considering, you know, Patch City has some of the highest population of, you know, aliens and, um, supernatural beings and just, you know, it... There's no other place on Earth like it, basically. So it's important for it to be able to function within that, rather being constricted to rules that may not necessarily make sense for the people living here. You get that? You understand? Yeah, I got uh-huh. it. Okay, all right. I sense, I'm sense, I sense, I'm losing you here. Okay, all right. Um, you know what? Let's 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 get some attention. Uh. uh can anybody name me some active superheroes in Pat City? Come on, let's let's wake the class up a little bit. Cool, there's the Blue Beetle. Yep, correct. Yep, she's great. They're great. 
Anyone else? Black Blackbird. Okay, if yeah. we're just, just we're just gonna name outlaws. We're gonna yeah. Okay, okay. Blackbird sweets. You know, Pariah, and obviously, you know, Apex, Letitia Luthor. Um, uh, anyone else? The members of the, the, the high school football team. Right, everybody? There's a big, <laughs> big cheer that goes up. I just fucking from, hate just from Alex school. so much. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! yeah there we go. Alex, you don't even like the football team. I don't even know who's on it. Stearns has his face buried in his hands at the moment. <laughs> And I think we're gonna leave off there, and uh, we're gonna head back to LexCorp now. What a piece of shit! I hate Alex. <laughs> Over at LexCorp, Letitia, um, upon uh, Lena Luthor, your aunt, visiting you after in the aftermath of your bloodbath of a board meeting, you guys have moved to your office, and also Sharir is there now because you called him earlier for him to come over, and he's there now. Um, you guys are hanging around in in your office, which. Uh, definitely used to be hers for one of the short times she was in control of the company and she just kind of looks around and she goes i see you've uh put a, quite a few personal touches to make it your own it's nice it's nice yeah i just wanted to make it like you know a, like i loved your design i just wanted to add some uh i want to say stuff that looks cool but it looks very super villainy without your touches so thank you well, it's quite nice. I mean, you built around the window. It feels less like you're actually observing the city and more like it's part of the backdrop now. Yeah, I just like the view, too. It's just nice. Right. Well, Letitia, certainly caused a commotion this morning, didn't you? I did, yeah. Just fired a bunch of them. They are awful people. Right. Oh, you already did it? Yeah. Why am I here? Because, uh, literally one of them, no, two, two of them said, this isn't over. We design weapons and left. So you're like a ninja. So if they come back in here to, I don't know, slit my throat, you can stop it. Hmm. Head of security. Ah, you're thinking ahead. Very smart. Very smart. It's a good thing to have your tall friend over here be head of security. Is that me? You don't want somebody tiny. Yes, it's you. Oh, okay. Sign this. She just pulls out like a 3D pad. Sign this real quick. He starts uh, reading it. Uh, Sterling St. Cloud comes in and says, can I get anyone anything? Um, you know, coffee, tea, and then she leans over to you, Letitia, whispers in your ear, milk. What the fuck is that? (laughs) Oh, I didn't like that. Me, Brandon, out of character, did not like that. Me, me, Indy, as a person, didn't like that. I think Letitia legit, like, is like, no, I don't want to What the fuck do you mean by milk? You know. Also, Sterling, this isn't happening. You work for me. That's ethically wrong. I can't sign this, Letitia. Why can't you sign this? I don't want to be paid. You have a scheduled hours of two. And you get paid $10,000 for two hours a week. I don't want to get paid. I'm not asking you. You need money, and legally, I can't give you money to buy groceries anymore because I own a company, and there's a gift thing and all that other shit. It would cost me less money if you just signed this. Then can you lower my pay? To what? Tell me what. how, How often am I working for you? I don't know, like two hours, like every four days. How's that? Two hours every four days rounds out to... $20. Are you fucked? So you think you can survive on $40 a week? 
competition between you and me to steal. Be crazy <laughs> to take it. Okay. <laughs> Aunt Lena, this is the issue with us. We don't want to steal. We want to help people live good lives Letitia, because we have too much money. That, the man is literally begging you for him to pay you less. Do you know how little that happens? All right. <laughs> Sharir, I'm putting medical and dental in this, okay? Medical. And dental. Dental will give, give you, give him but a car. I don't need medical. Is this insurance? Car. What, what are you doing? What is this? Okay, I'm going to give you just dental, and also there's a signing bonus. I'm not asking. $20 a week. You got it. What's the signing Tw- bonus? None of your fucking business. Sign it. I'm not signing until you tell me what the bonus is. Sure. Weird. <laughs> Play it close to the chest. Give him nothing. Consider consider me a shrewd negotiator. What's the okay, signing this, bonus? The signing bonus is a fridge full of groceries. I have that. I don't need No, that. you don't. You have ice cream and milk. You bastard. You do not have groceries. That's the kind of charity your father never had. <laughs> Christ, that's a low bar. Um, <laughs> Sharir, fine. Please, if you, As a thank favor, you. I'll sign it. Thank you. All right, fine. Head of security, thank you. All right, Alina, what are you doing here? Are you on the board? Yes, I are am. Are you firing her? Yes, I, I, that would be a fair good thing to assess, I think, uh, Letitia. Have you, are you firing your old aunt now? Do, do you think I should fire you? Well, it depends whether or not I suppose you think I'm useful now, doesn't it? How much money do you make a year? Oh, you know I don't get paid. I have enough. All right. Okay. All right. What I'm saying is, would you be in the way of me turning LexCorp into, like, maybe something not profiting off of war or anything like that, and also giving a lot of it away to the public to help them. Letitia, as far as I'm concerned, you could burn the place to the ground and piss on its ashes. I don't care. Okay, do you want to be fired then? You sound like you want to be fired now. I do like my office. You can keep the... Hell, I'll rent, I'll rent you the office. Alright. Sounds agreeable. Alright, you're fired. Then, cool. Alright, okay. It was very nice working for you. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you because you'll still be here working. You still have access to all the facilities because you're mine, so yeah. I suppose it would be hard to work with somebody who'd seen you naked and in diapers now, wouldn't it? All right, okay. This is weird now. Thank you. Uh, she turns to sure. You know, when she was little, she would read absolutely anything out loud. Oh, she still does that when she thinks I can't hear. Still do it in front of your friends now. That's so precious, darling. I'm constantly reading things because most of them are stupid, so yes. Right, either way. I didn't, uh, I didn't just come here to, obviously, talk about the board or to talk about business, Letitia. I also came to see you, of course. Yeah, um, I assumed. What's up? Um, are you alright with talking with your friend and your assistant in here? Oh yeah, my assistant knows I'm a superhero and is a spy from a secret agent group. Most people know you're a superhero, Letitia. You don't wear a mask. Well, okay, I know, but she knows, but that's fair. But yeah, she's a secret agent. She probably knows a bunch of shit about me. Uh, Sharir knows more about me than, I don't know, probably I know about me. So yeah, it's fine. Sterling's over. Why would you blow my cover like that? Oh my God. It's my aunt. Uh, you blew your cover to me this morning, so. Yeah, Lena looks over and goes, darling, you're obviously secret agent material. I've run this company enough times to know when somebody's a corporate mole, all right? So don't think you're pulling the wool over my eyes now. So, what did you come here about? We need to talk about your cousin. Oh, how is he doing? I wouldn't know, since you banished him. He's in Amish, he's fine. I've checked on him a few weeks ago, he's alright. 
Let's say, so the last time you and your friends encountered him, it went so wrong you had to take a six-month break and you blew up part of your friend's school. And you haven't talked to Latrell since, have you? I have. I visited him two weeks ago. I checked on him two weeks ago. And did he talk to you? No, he never fucking talks to me. Alrighty, fine. Letitia, I understand that you believe putting him in Amish was, as you put it, was the most compassionate way to deal with what he was doing at the time. His plans for Patch City and his attempts to take it over or destroy it or... That's sakes, I never know what's in that boy's brain, but either way. Have you thought about the future? What do you mean? Well, you're making moves with the company. I'm quite proud of you for that. I'm quite proud of you for stepping up and assuming a role that historically you've never quite wanted now, have you? But? I just think you need to be able to focus on your family as well. You can't keep Latrell in Amish forever. Uh, I'm, the plan's not to keep him in Amish. I want to keep him in Amish until he's not being a supervillain. How exactly are you stopping him from leaving that community so that he can't interact well, with technology or build anything? Yeah, well, it's not that uh, it's not that like he's there because he can't leave. He's there because um, he gets in a car because of the implant I gave him. He cannot drive it. Computer shut down when he's close to it. It's more so so he doesn't just shut down technology he's around. It's less so for like you know. There's no technology out there, so there's nothing for him to shut down when he's near it because of what I did to him, so. Right, right. Well, the next time you go and see him, I'd like you to tell me and I'd like to come with you. Are you sure? I'm sure. Right. Um, not to like... This isn't out of anger. I'm just being honest with you. Latrell hates me. He loathes you. I know, Letitia. I know. So I don't know if it'd be the best for his rehabilitation for you to show up, because you haven't really, ever. Letitia, he's my son. I have to go see him. Yeah, and Lex is my dad. So, like... Are you comparing me to your father? No, I'm not doing... After all the things I've done for you. I'm just saying... That me and you can both admit that you have failings as a parent in your own way. She doesn't say anything, and she doesn't respond physically. She just sort of sits there a second. That's true. I've never claimed to be perfect. I've made my mistakes. But I also know, when you don't leave things in a stalemate, it's better for change to come sooner rather than later. So I agree. Either way, I will be going to see Latrell. That can be with or without you. But I think he would be I'll more receptive. Thank you. Or if I said, I think he would be more receptive if you were together. Do you know what he did to me to make me go all like this, like on like this on him? No, you've never told me, Letitia. You know that. Okay, I'm going to take all the details because it's very embarrassing to tell my aunt this. I was in the middle of a hookup and he sent evil robots after me. That's just a dick move. Let's be real. That's just a dick. That's, that's, yeah, that's right? like a little bit evil, but that's just a dick move. He also lied to me and told me he was rehabilitated. It's a bunch of shit. But that was the one that like, that broke the camel's back. Right. Okay. Now, have you handled the Lex Vault yet? No, I'm going down there now. I want to bring Sharir because Sharir knows weapons. Don't you? You have a sword. I do have a sword. With the S. 
Okay. He, yeah, he's gonna help well, me. Even with I've that. been inside there, so I don't know what kind of funky shit you'll find. Alright, I won't. The worst. I, I'm not gonna say what the worst I could find because if it's in there, I'm gonna have a breakdown. So I'm not gonna say what I think is gonna be in there. It's a clone, isn't it? You think it's gonna be a clone? It's all right. You can say it. Your father's a bastard. If it's a clone of me, that's fucked, right? If it's like a clone of him or you or Latrell, that's super fucked. If it's a clone of Superman, I can't, in good conscience, destroy it. So I guess I have another sibling, which sucks the most. Oh, so. All right, then. I'll take my leave now, Letitia. Again, I'm quite proud yeah. of you for what you've done for the company, and I thank you again for coming to see Latrell with me. No problem. Ah, oh, Latrell Luthor. What am I going to do with you, boy? All right. And it was uh, nice to meet you, uh, Mr. Sharir, head of security. Uh, nice to meet you, too, again. And, uh, good day to you, Miss St. Cloud. I'm off. And she, uh, she gets up, she gathers her bag, and she just leaves. Okay. We gotta go down to the vault, Sterling, Sharir. Sterling, also, yeah. we're gonna bring back the hitting on me thing. We're gonna bring it back to zero when my aunt's in the room. I'm sorry, I, I wasn't thinking. Yeah. I'll save it for later, yeah, Sharir's not around. Or Please. don't look. You're very. I'm not getting into this. Let's go down to the vault. I'm not. <laughs> um. So you guys go all the way down to like a sub basement under a sub basement under a sub basement, and you come to the front of a vault with a big giant L in front of it and like a handprint scanner. Uh. Very subtle. Mm. Oh, did the giant L outside not tip off that he, that he's like this or? I, I that one is like a logo, but even in here, hidden away. Have you seen his evil suits? They all have giant L's on the front of them. I've actually never met Lex Luthor. And it is a giant L because this this safe is like the size of a warehouse, and it's inside your building. You've never met my father? No, the. No. The only time I've Three? ever even seen him in person was he was doing some speech. Three timelines. and Oh, God, I'm glad you never met him because with your whole thing, he... he it, it doesn't matter. He, she puts her hand on the scanner. Um, As you do, it glows green for a second while analyzing. Um... And then suddenly beeps red and an alarm sounds. Nothing comes out of it, but it goes... Um, unauthorized access. Well, sure, you're about to meet my dad in a second. She pulls out her phone. She just calls him. She just calls her dad. So it's you, under yeah, yeah. it's under CC's pizza, by the way. Nice. So you uh, call your dad, but um, as as you hear the phone pick up, a voice that is very much not your father answers it and just goes, "Hello." Who the fuck is this? Oh, Letitia, come on. Oh, Mercy, can, okay. I don't have access to the vault, and I need to have access to it because I run the company. What's up? As in the Lex vault? The vault all the way yes. underground? The one that only your father can open? Yes. So what part of only your father can open it do you not understand? I own the company. I have to open it. It's mine legally now. Is that what they told you? They tell everybody that. Lex is the only one who can open it. Not even your Mercy. aunt. Not even I've been in there. Mercy, here's the thing. You can either get him in touch with me so I can open it, or I'll just destroy all of it and not go through to see what's useful. <laughs> Good luck. That's part of the building. If you bring that down, you bring it all down, and the surrounding neighborhood. 
I will buy the, I'm going to provoke, I will buy the surrounding neighborhood and then raise it all to the ground. Try me. I don't think, she, I don't think you need to provoke here. I think she just straight up believes you. She's like, yeah, you could, you could do that. And I think your dad would be super proud for it. He's not that evil. Come on. We both know you have it in you, Letitia. Come on. Okay. Never, How do you've I? Never, you've never lived up to your full potential. Not really. All right. Okay. Okay. So this is like a lock only he can open? Yeah. As far as I know. You can try to bust it open. I'm sure, you know, you could try and do your fancy hacking thing, but I don't think it's going to, anything's going to come out of it. Well, I don't have to hack anything. I could just like, you know, take any DNA samples I have here that is close to him. And he clones himself every third Wednesday. So I guess I'll fucking do this. Let's just going to just fucking uh, reach into her back pocket and pull out a vial that's labeled Connor's blood. Um, that's, that's specifically going to be my gadget for this Unleash My Powers. Yeah, go for it. Is it weird she carries a vial of her brother's blood around? Yes. No. Yes. That is a 13. You just hear Sterling say that's kind of, that's kind of a hot. That's a third. So she just takes it out and then she like takes like a piece of rogue and like it covers her hand in a, uh, a net. Then she puts the blood in there and it separates all the genetic markers that are similar to her and genetic markers in Connor's blood that's Lex Luthor and kind of just combs them over each other to make it match perfectly. It, green, it glows red for a second, but then glows green and uh, the vault opens and you just hear sarcastic clapping from the other end of the phone. What? Or, or what? You didn't think I could do it? No, I figured you would. You just needed the proper motivation. Oh my god. Shut up, Mercy. Can I get a Mother's Day gift? She hangs up. <laughs> and I go into the vault with Were Sharia really and Sterling. going to bring down this building? No, what the? No, I'm not going to actually do that. I was bluffing. It clearly didn't work. Yeah, I, you Has gotta it try. Ever worked? No, her moral compass is kind of shot. Then so why did no. You try? It one day it might. Odd thinking. I have one vial of Connor's blood. I'm out now. So. <laughs> so you guys get into the vault, and it's surprisingly <laughs> empty. There's only really like three things you see in there. One is just a massive, massive chunk of kryptonite that just extends to the ceiling of the uh, of the vault itself. It actually is taking up most of the area um the other is um a journal um next to an old lexo suit um and the last thing is another sort of like safe that's built into the wall of the vault um but it doesn't appear to have any visible way of opening it Weird. okay it's very look small at the... though it looks incredibly small she's gonna look at the journal what the fuck is up with a journal in here uh, you pick it up, and it's it's a diary of, like, well, I said it was a journal, so it is a journal, but, you know, um, of uh, Lex's childhood and uh, co going into a couple of his adult years shortly before he ran for president. Huh. Uh. I think she throws it over her shoulder. Fuck that. <laughs> no, she's like, no, fuck. Rogue, get the journal. And Rogue just picks it. The robot picks it up. Fuck, nice. whatever. All right, and we got kryptonite. Surprising no one. Yes, quite a large amount of kryptonite, ma'am. You said there's a kryptonite, the safe, the journal, and something else? Yeah, there's an, uh, an old Lexo suit. An old one, not a yeah. new one. You can tell it's probably in here for nostalgic purposes. I see what you mean about the L on his suit. Yes, he's a fucking jackass. 
His name doesn't even start with an L. It starts with an A. Um, yeah. No, his name is Alexander. Strange. I've never seen anyone shorten it like that. To Lex? No one does, because you have to be a douchebag to, <laughs> to shorten your name like that. Um, I guess she goes over to the safe. You go over to it, and again, you can only kind of tell it's a safe because it's like an imprint on, on what is very clearly marked to be a part of the wall, but there's no way of opening it. Hmm. So sure, if there's like a movie, this would be like some sentimental thing where like it opens up when I'm in here, wouldn't it? I suppose. I've only seen a few movies. Wait, what movies have you seen? Let's see. I've seen... I believe it was Battle of the Gods. It was that Dragon oh, Ball the... movie. Oh shit! I I definitely showed you that movie. Eh. And I've seen Scooby Doo. No, Scooby-Doo I've seen Small Soldiers. <laughs> what a <laughs> what a strange selection! Letitia puts her hand on where the safe is. As you do, the world briefly blurs for a second and assumes the appearance of like a neural net picture where everything's kind of weird and wavy, but then goes to normal in a second. Oh. Oh. Did, did you guys see that? See what? No, I was ma'am. thinking about what, small soldiers. What exactly were we supposed to see? Um, I just... Something weird happened. She's gonna just feel the safe again. Nothing happens this time. Yeah, my brain just went all weird. Weirder than normal? Alright, smartass. Um, he smiles. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna hack it to this safe. With How? my last fucking piece of tech. God damn it. I don't... What's so, this last tech? So it's just like a steel block with... Again, it's like a door with no hinges and no... No, no, no handle. How are you hacking into it? How are you interacting with it? It's a door with no hinges and no handle? Mm-hmm. Uh, I... I... Letitia <laughs> goes over to the old Lexo suit. Mm-hmm. Puts on a gauntlet. Because <laughs> she... Yeah, I'm going to just rip it out. Is that cool? I mean, you don't have to ask me. No, I mean, Sharir. Sharir, you, you know a bad idea. If I just rip this out the wall, would that be bad? It would probably be bad, but you've had worse ideas. No, I haven't. You went on a date with your friend's mother. It was a, <laughs> it was a friend date. date. It was a it date. Was a friend it was date. a date date. I saw you two flirt. <laughs> So you, you admit she flirted back? No. You. Let me rephrase. It takes, I saw no, you flirt you. with No, fuck you. You can't. And she flirted. She caressed. I'm not getting into this. She caressed it back. I will hand. not deign to give my personal opinion, seeing as I do not have one. But uh, you, Miss Luthor's heart rate does seem to increase when Miss Hughes is around. How do you know that? Because he's a robot. I constantly monitor uh, Mr. Luthor's vital signs in case of any distress. Robots are strange. I'm going to make a robot that's not going to tell me if I'm having a heart attack. I think she's going to, she's going to like take it, like not going to do it the hard way. She's going to like go over it again with her, like scanning it now with her eyes instead of trying to fucking break it all. And I guess I'll assess the situation instead then. Yeah, go for it. Roll and pick. Is that a, is that a failure? What no, that's not. No. That's a, 
How, how dare you? That's an eight. You? <laughs> how dare you see an eight and be like, wait, dude, I lose. How dare you? What here can I use to get the safe open? Um. So you realize you could definitely rip the safe out of the wall. And um, even though there was a weird mystical thing on it, you still feel like it's still a physical object that is somehow bound by the physical laws of the universe. So... You've got to break this thing. Just straight up. Oh, absolutely sick. She, yeah, she takes the gauntlet she had on and she starts hacking into it. It's going to just blast this thing out and pull it out. Nice. Uh, directly Let's engage keep a it threat. Simple. Oh, directly engage a threat. I thought. All right. Uh, Sharib, ready to help me? Oh. No way. What did you get, Morgan? No. That is a five. Holy no <laughs> shit! Oh it happened. God. You it just happened? rolled a five. This is this is monumental. <laughs> Shut the this fuck. The no fucking way. Mark oh, potential. Shut up. I never fail rolls. You best. Holy things. fuck. We got it. We got it recorded. I can't even help. It's just a failure. <laughs> fuck um, you. I think we need like a special edit for this. <laughs> Alright, what happens? Letitia blasts this safe with her gauntlet, and part of the wall crumbles down, and uh, the safe drops to the drops to the floor. But at the same time, the beam ricochets off whatever metal it is and splits into two and hits you and Sharir. Both of you roll to take a powerful blow. Why am I getting right, punished Andy, for I have this? an idea. Andy, I have an idea. Andy, I have an idea. <laughs> uh -huh. Can I roll two powerful blows instead to save Sharir? If you roll to defend first, you can jump in front of Sharir and take the brunt of both. Yeah, I'll eat ass and I'll take both, but I'll roll to defend to see if I can take both. That's not fair. I don't want Sharir to get hurt because Letitia made a oopsie doodle. The good rolls are back. That is a nine, so I'm going to take both of these powerful blows. Okay. I got you. All right. Um, you also get to add a team to the pool, take influence over Sharir or clear a condition. I'm going to uh, add a team to the pool. Okay. First powerful blow. Let's go. Nicely done. Mm. Um, go for it. All right. Second powerful blow. Let's go. I have faith in me. Six. Five Jesus and a six. Christ. Amazing. Letitia, I want to know from you how... How do you weather? Well, how do you weather <laughs> both shit. of these powerful blows? Both of these think, laser ricochets that hit you. I think as the laser ricochets are coming, right? Um, yeah. Oof, I am three. I, see, guys, I fail. I fail one roll and then I succeed two in a row. Fuck you. Um, as the beams coming, <laughs> instantly. Recovered. I think Letitia sees the beams coming and she goes ah, rogue shield, and then he turns to shield mode and she grasps him and blocks the first blast, and then second one is about to hit Shiri, she just reaches out and blocks that one also. Right, that went well. Good well, reflexes. Um, you see that again. The safe is just on the ground there, and it's clearly not been opened, but at least it's out of the wall now, so you could bring it somewhere. But you see that uh behind it, the section of the wall that you blasted open is hollow, and behind it is a covered-up painting. No fucking way. She unwraps it for a second. So she starts, she starts to unwrap it to see what's in there. It looks like a neural net painting of a very dapper, dapper gentleman wearing a bowler hat with worms for a face. 
a writhing ball of worms from her face. You recognize this as one of Mr. Empty's signature paintings, and the primary way he communicates with people across Pax City in order to make his Faustian bargains. This is your... Why is this here? Because... My... Because my dad... It seems it's been here for a while, mistress. That's a good point. Huh. Is there a way for you to see the last time your father was in here? Probably he hasn't been in the he hasn't been back to Patch in since it was built almost. He's been president shit. I should point out that this room was completely sealed from the rest of the vault. It's I don't think there was a way in there. It seems as if it was deliberately placed behind that wall not to be seen. Hmm. I mean, Alright, I'll cover something up if it's behind a wall. Alright, she she rewraps it, right? Mm-hmm. And then grabs the safe. Well, she lets real grab the safe. She's very weak. All right. We're taking this back to my place. I don't want to be in here any longer than I have to be. Um, sure, do you have a teleportation? How the fuck am I going to get rid of this goddamn kryptonite? Well, I do have my skeleton key. What does it do? We used it to break into the hospital, remember? Uh, oh, can I, you? Can you? I can... could have broken into the safe with it, but you didn't ask. Oh, it, if it's magic, we gotta be careful with that and my dad's shit. But, uh... Can you teleport this to the sun? That seems like a lot. I don't. Th I can't really teleport. It's more like I just make a door. Yeah, it doesn't fit. Look at this. It's so big. Well, could bury it. I could make a door directly underneath it. Fuck it. It's, it's safe in here. No one can get in here but me and my dad. And, well, he's very evil. Let's, fuck it, whatever. I'll deal with this later. It's a lot of kryptonite. Um, I should mention, ma'am, just keeping a look at the time, your friends would be finished from school, but I also received a report here that uh, Spellbinder is ready for questioning and processing. I guess I can... Well, I guess we'll swing past their school, pick them up, um, and I'll open the safe while we're driving a Spellbinder. That seems like a good plan. Indeed. I should also mention that uh, there are several other villains currently incarcerated at the lock. At the moment, that includes uh, your former frenemy, the son of Captain Boomerang, Chakram. Oh, no. Chakram's in prison? Okay, I gotta definitely talk to him. Yes, when the when the fake Flash, you know, the reverse Flash, disguised Flash, um, made his debut yesterday, he uh, apparently corralled quite a few of them himself, but as far as we know, he was working with them, so it seems he may have bamboozled them in order to make himself look good. Question, one more thing. Can you check and see if Tuppence has been arrested and tell me yes or no? That's it. I, uh, I thought I was under orders not to, um, to mention Miss, uh, Miss Tuppence. I'm asking you directly to say yes or no if she's arrested. Uh, let me just do a quick check here. Um, oh, oh my. Um, yes, it seems she has. She's been incarcerated at the lock. Um, oh, God fucking damn it. It's been... She, along with several other prisoners, including Spellbinder, appear to be um, on the way to being transported to an additional facility after the lock, a checkmate one, um, out of Pack City in order to, I suppose, put them somewhere safer. All right. She just got into town. Whatever. Okay. Just, just give me her cell number so we can avoid it. That's it. Sure. Um, let's go pick up the kids. Are, are you sure, mistress? I, I'm not sure that's the healthiest. Is a robot who's never dated telling me how to react to my ex? I'm merely saying your heart rate is elevated, your cortisol levels are off the scale. Oh wow, look, it's a mute button on my little friend. She hits the mute button. Oh no, mistress, I'm so sorry. 
Hmm. What? Nothing. What? Say it. It's gonna be a fun few hours, isn't it? It's gonna be a fun few hours. She's now she has to carry safe because she turned rogue. Oh God damn it! She's carrying the safe. It's gonna be a fun few hours. Let's go. A little upset. Yes. Okay. Let's just get out of here. Pick up the kids from school. Can you call Marisol to see if they're done? Yeah, I'll do that. Marisol, actually, you know what? Let's play this out. Marisol, I'm gonna say your uh, your phone goes off. It's the middle of lunch. Um, you know, everybody's hanging out. Cameras are still on Alex, and uh, you get your first call. Hello, Marisol. Mhm. Are you eating? Mhm. What are you? It's lunch. It's lunch. School day isn't over. No. Well. It's gonna be over. We're picking you up. Oh, okay. What's up? We're on the way. We're going to the lock to interview, uh, the rogues. And Spellbinder. And I suppose Spellbinder. Just the rogues and Spellbinder. Okay. Why is Letitia in the background repeating Spellbinder? A certain someone is there, and she's very upset about it. Oh my god. God. That's that's what I said. I'm pretty sure you're no. saying it for different reasons. Yeah, I'm saying obviously she's gonna want to go talk to her. That's the opposite of what I uh, want to do, actually. No, you're wrong. You, Letitia, I don't see why you, this is bothering you. Then it's a prison. You don't have to see her. Oh, am I on speaker? Yes, you're on speaker. Letitia, we're not gonna go talk to her. All right, Letitia throws the safe in the back of her car. I know that's what I'm saying, but. Look, you, the rules of supervillains is, is that if he slams the door, whenever we go to a prison to talk to one person, if someone is there who would be annoying to talk to, they're going to be there. It's oddly specific. Does the rule of supervillains also involve talking to your exes? I, I don't know. Probably. Hmm. Good thing you're not a supervillain anymore, then. Well, I'm a superhero. It's even worse now. Ask Alex how many times his dad had to talk to Selena when she was in prison. Check that out. God, hey, ask Alex. Alex. How many times he's had to deal with an ex that turned evil? What? What, yeah? How much did your dad talk to your mom before they got together? Uh, I don't know. She was... I don't know. They had a... They had a thing going on. It was sounded weird. Also, did they ever, like, horribly betray each other and then break up and then one of them go visit the other one in prison to talk to them? Uh, probably. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, they're happily um, married. This doesn't help my case. Shut up. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Also, um, Shira and Letitia are getting Perfect. us out of school. Oh, oh we'll have to hell oh yes. ditch the fucking cameras. Tell and, Alex. Um, is... Yeah, then she's gonna then she's gonna whisper to Alex because we're going to do outlaw stuff, so we gotta ditch the dweebos. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> okay. Well, uh, we'll meet okay. you out front, I guess. Oh, tell tell Oscar said hi. I didn't hear him say anything. He's been. <laughs> He's eating. Apparently, it's not the end of the school day. It's close enough. School's basically. I mean, lunch is basically the end of school. 
So we're going to cut to the uh, car park of the school here, and it's after school now. Um, uh, Sharir and Letitia, you've been waiting in the car park for about an hour for the bell to go. Everybody starts coming out of class. Everybody's filing out. Um, that being said, Alex, before you leave, Stern grabs you um, and very forcibly shuts the cameras out into the hall with Marisol and Oscar. He's like, now, Alex, don't think I wasn't going to let you go without talking to you. Well, that's, um, <clears throat> that's right. I, I, I didn't forget. $60? No, huh? Alex, the cameras aren't here. You don't have to act up. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, $80. Alex, is everything okay? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just, you know. The cameras he are as an adult together. and as your teacher is trying to use his influence over you God. at the moment. Oh, what God. a fucking dweeb. He is he's having he's trying to get be real with you at the moment. Okay. Um I'm gonna try and reject his influence. Yeah, go for it. Uh and I have a move for that. I don't care what you think. <laughs> Whenever you reject others' influence, add plus two to your role. Nice, 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 nice. Go for it. So uh-oh. That's a six. Uh, so you have to open up to Stearns here now about how you're actually feeling. Uh, how does Alex play this? Uh, uh, um, I, I mean, things are... Things are good. The, um, the TV thing is new. And there's, you know, some... There's some stuff going on recently you know i'm you saw the special uh, it's it's okay it's going okay right okay um alex look i'm um i i have a complicated relationship with my parents i obviously don't talk about this much but i grew up quite wealthy um but that was always a very complicated situation for me growing up so i know the position that you're in so I, I, I know yeah. it can be very tough with that kind of pressure now that you have these cameras following you around. So I just want to make sure that you're okay. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm like 50-50, yeah. I'm, I'm... Okay. All right, I hear you. Right, all right. So Alex, listen, here's the deal. I, I will allow these cameras into my classroom, but... You gotta promise me that tomorrow, after school, come and visit me. We're gonna sit down, we're gonna have a talk, we're just gonna have a little counseling session. I wanna hear about the fifty fifty, okay? I'll make oh, sure to oh, talk to, okay. I'll make sure to talk to the principal Choi about it and we'll organize it, alright? Okay. okay. Can you do me a favor though? I'm not typically in the business of doing favors for students, Alex. I'm already doing you a favor here. Just Just tell we're in here. You shut the cameras out. Can can you tell them that I had an emergency or something? Because I need some. I need to be alone to process this fifty-fifty before tomorrow, if that makes sense. He looks over at the window Sir. and he says, "You know what? There's no uh, there's no rule about a teacher uh, watching a student leave through a window." And he gives you a wink. Okay, okay, thank you, thank you, Mr. Stern, and I hand him a 20 and I run out <laughs> Alex, I can't take, please, I, legally, I cannot, Alex. <laughs> I, is, is there a closed, I, I, I think I go through a closed window, too. Um. I just break it. 
You do you actually just break it? You don't open it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll me unleash your powers to get out because you before you do that you do see you are a floor up. Okay. He's gotta roll into it. Come on, you were dicks. You oh, were dicks. You were dicks, Robin. You could do this. Twelve. I killed it. So yeah, you just go crashing out the window. You're perfectly fine, and you land like very calmly, like nothing even happened just on the floor below. Um, and everybody around you starts clapping. Yeah, yeah, football team, yeah. And I, I just take off. <laughs> you just leave Marisol and Oscar in the hallway with the cameras. Yeah, yeah, they can, they can, they're not gonna follow them. They didn't sign the waiver. <laughs> um, you run over to the car park and you see Letitia and Sharir. Alex, where's the other two? Uh, they're with the cameras. I got away. Here, let me text them. Hide in the backseat of my car. Okay. Over to hard cut here. Over to Marisol and, um,. Uh, Oscar, who are waiting in the hallway with the cameras, with Alex just having ditched and got already left and gone to the car park. So, um, while the cameras are filmed on you, uh, Jack Ville, uh, the director and producer, who's been filming you for most of the time, just looks at you two and goes, now, I know you guys are blurred, but you can still kind of give a statement. So, uh, what do you, well, Alex isn't here, uh, what do you really think about him? You know, like, uh, what's your opinion? He's a cool guy. Yeah, he's a friend. Is he, is he a good friend? Does he, does he come through for you? Yeah. 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 Cool, cool. Like, can you can you tell us about a time where maybe Alex has you know helped you or really helped you get out hmm. of a pickle or anything? Or well, well, <laughs> well, he's always being funny in class when the teacher's boring. <laughs> okay, so he's you know a bit of a, of a class clown. That's cool. I mean, that's always helpful. Yeah. Right, but nothing, nothing else. Like you know, maybe any emotional moments where. Could could I assess the situation? Yeah, you can. Go for it. Okay, because I wanted to... Okay, let's see. Oh, hell yeah, just barely. That's a seven. Um, What I'm looking for is in the vein of... Uh, how can we best end this quickly? But in that I was looking at the hall because everybody's leaving. I'm looking for someone like Valko who's a real camera hog. Yeah, you can you you look around and you definitely uh, see Valco. Um, actually, he's arguing with Meek at the moment. That's good TV. Uh, <clears throat> well, you know, oh my god, you know who I think really would have some great stuff about Alex, great Alex stories. Uh, and I'm gonna try and bring the cameras toward them. You want to provoke here, then? Damn it! Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit, I'm guilty. You get a plus one um, when you're acting on the answers because you assess the situation, so do keep that in mind. Well, that's a five, then. Oh, no, you can't even be helped at this moment. No. So what do you say? How do you beef it here? Oh, uh, well, hey, uh, you know who would have that story? Uh, just some, oh, some classic Alex tales. Is good old Valko. They kind of look at each other and they look over at Valko and they go, I don't know, he seems pretty heated over there. We'd rather just, you know, check in with you guys because you guys seem like the closest to Alex. You know, you seem like real uh, buddies. <laughs> it seems like well, like, the thing is about Alex is he, um, much like his dad does a lot in the public, 
Um, just kind of goes to the bathroom and never comes back. So, <laughs> yeah, he's probably <laughs> done for the day. So, can we go? Oh, are not even paying us. I mean, can you can you bring us to him? I mean, they've opened the door door at the moment, and Stearns walks out and goes, "Oh, sorry, you guys just missed him," and just walks away. Uh, are they looking for him distracted? Yeah, they they look into the room. Sprint, run. Yeah, go. we sprint. We <laughs> okay. You sprint out, and you manage to. Uh, actually, you know what? Yeah, no, I don't need a roll for this. They are distracted. Um, you manage to sprint out um, and get out of the hallway, get to the front entrance, and you see uh, Letitia's car in the car parking lot. But um, both of you notice somebody while both running on your way out. Um, you, uh, Marisol, you notice KC talking to Ethan Cobblepot um, and uh, giving him a high five and just kind of seeming buddy-buddy with him. Hmm. Dark. Um, okay. And Broden, Oscar, you see your old friend, um, Henry. Henry Nguyen. Um, Henry's been absent for a little while because he's, uh, he's had, he basically broke his leg and he's been in the hospital for a little bit because he's on the football team. But, uh, you see Henry alone just kind of, uh, watching the football team practice with his broken leg, um, uh, staring off into the distance. Do either of you stop? I do. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Alright, everybody in the parking lot, you see this happen. What the fuck are they doing? Uh, you see Oscar give, like, hold one finger up like that one second and run out of view. What the fuck? Marisol, what about you? Um... Marisol kind of does like the the cartoonish like and then like like jog back to um Casey. That was quite a noise you just made. Nice, nice. Um, I think we'll start we'll start with Oscar here. Oscar, you you get over to Henry um as he's wistfully watching the football team practice, and he doesn't notice you approach. <laughs> hey, big guy, what's up? Oh, hi there, Oz. Oh man, I I didn't see you there. Oh, sh- yeah. uh, you're you're out. He waves one of his crutches in the air. Leg will be healed up soon, though, so I'll be on back on the field oh. myself, real soon. Awesome, nice, great, wow. I oh, things have been really. I'm so sorry I didn't visit. Nah, it's it's all I'm right. So um, sorry. Figure you've been busy. You know what with uh. I figured your mom, I figured your mom would come to visit or something, and that's why you were so busy. But I, I, I didn't see you in class. They, they said they moved you up a grade. Now well, with yeah. your, you're with your older friends. That, yeah, a lot of weird stuff. I don't understand. You're about as good as me when it comes to school. I, how, how did you get moved up? I, I agree. I, I don't know. That's the weird part. I. It's a lot weirder than I thought it was, actually. I didn't really well, think about it for a bit. Um, I'm just glad to see you. Honestly, I'm good to see you, buddy. You got, you got time? We're going to hang out? Yes. Yes. Pop down to Central Met, go to the mall or something. Ah. Uh, uh, I... Well, it's just texting you now. Like, what the uh, fuck? Jeez, okay. Um, what's the quickest one? Uh, Oscar... Uh, his mind is racing, and he thinks, what's the quickest way to 
and he lands on an idea, and it's definitely something that literally anybody else would tell him not to do. So, considering he's on his own, he's Go going to it. do it. <laughs> Could we... Um, I need to... You know, I need to go really soon, but I need to talk to you in private. Um, we go, like, behind the school or something? No, not behind the school. No, that's a bad idea. Um, wait, all the football, the showers. You want to go to the locker room right now? Yes, I, I, yes. Just real quick. Just real quick. Um, Letitia, you're seeing this happen. You don't have time. You have a limited window between now and when Spellbinder is being moved. If you don't make that window, you don't get information from her. Okay. Letitia is, like, just texting. Guys, they're moving the prisoners today. Hurry the fuck up. If you need to do something, do it later. It's only high school. I, you said I see Oscar, right? Yeah, all of you were in the car, so Sharir and Alex um, as well. Oh my god, she fucking, I think she just like fucking goes, fine, whatever. She's like, text the thing real quick, having a party this weekend, invite your stupid friends, talk to them later, and just sends it, makes a quick evite with her <sighs> very skills and sends it, we gotta go. Oh, okay, alright, um, you know what, that's good. Okay, um, new plan, I really want to catch up sometime soon. Friends having a party? You're invited? Do you want to yeah, do yeah, that? Yeah, sure, I mean, if, if you're, you're gonna be there, right? Yes, yes. You know, I don't really get on with any of the guys on the team or whatever, so, you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you so much. Seriously, I'll be able to... Everything will be cool. Thanks so all much. Right. I know this is weird. Oh, it all makes sense. Good to see thank you. you. Good. All right. I gotta good go. To see you, buddy. Uh, and uh, I guess uh, I'll, I'm, I'm going to look in Marisol's yeah, direction. Yeah, so at the exact same will... time, Marisol, you're peering over at Casey and Ethan who are talking uh, just by a bench over at the front of the school. You can kind of make them out, but you're going to have to give me a roll here to try and get in there. Um, no, she rudely interrupts. <laughs> okay. What do you do? <laughs> um, she's just going to walk right up to them. Um... Uh, hey guys, this is uh, Marisol from class. Nice to meet you, first day and all. How how hope it went well. Um, uh, really quick thing. Your name was KC, right? Can I talk to you over here for a second? Like really, really quick. I have I'm in a rush, so this will be fast. I promise you. I mean, yeah, sure. I know a guy who's all about moving fast. <laughs> the smoothest. The that's, secret. Yeah, part you know what? That's is booster. That's booster. All right. She's gonna take them like behind a nearby tree or something like out of view of um ethan and then mm -hmm. immediately just put them in a headlock listen oh ow, ow, ow. what the heck i'm marisol reyes i'm sure you've probably heard of me maybe i don't know how this setup is working i didn't get a lot of details i'm the blue beetle you're supposed to be working with me that guy is very 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 suspicious not a good guy you gotta take my word for it. Uh, Casey struggles out of the headlock and sort of uh, adjusts their sunglasses and kind of looks at looks at you with a raised eyebrow. It's like, oh, so you're the blue beetle. You're the person who didn't show up. I've been waiting for, like, months for you to come out and sort of help me out after Booster told me. You never showed. Booster literally broke my bedroom 
two days ago. He probably forgot to tell me about you. He broke your bedroom? Yes. What were he and Ted doing? Gross. They crash-landed into my bedroom. From space. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Well, look, I can stand around waiting for you to, you know, come and find me and get your butt in the Why didn't you come and find me? Um, I'm Booster Bronze. I don't have to go find anybody. You're Booster Bronze. Not Booster Gold. Not even Booster Silver. You're literally last place right now. Uh-uh, bronze is the coolest color. Gold and silver washed out. Bronze is actively warm and not cool. Bronze is the color of tanned muscle. No, this is the color of tanned muscle, and she flexes. <laughs> Casey flexes back. Letitia texts, what the fuck? <laughs> I see you behind the tree. She, what the um, fuck are you doing? Marisol, Get over uh, here. Like, um, I'm going to roll to unleash my powers. And I want to uh-huh. just bring out my arm and, like, squeeze his muscle really hard. Yeah, go for it. Just to, like, prove that, one, I'm the Blue Beetle, and two, I'm stronger. <laughs> That's a ten. God, okay, so Casey reels back and they go, ow, 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 oh my god, ow, what was that for? To prove a point. Here's my cell phone number. Call me later. Listen, no offense, but uh, I already have a mentor and you're, like, my age, so this would be super weird anyway. I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm working with uh, The Flash. Yeah, you The know, Flash. You know, a legacy hero. No, 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 no. With, no, 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 with a lineage no, going no, back no, to no, World no, War Two. No. Oh my god, you are literally the worst. That Flash is evil. I don't know, evil. you hang out with Alex Wayne. That guy, <laughs> The Flash is evil, come on. No, I said That Flash is evil. With That Flash. Look, I know there have been plenty of people, like, pretending ever since, you know, Wally West disappeared, but, like... This Flash? This Flash knows his stuff. Oh, yeah? Why? You sort of a... What are you... A, what, like a original Flash stand or something? You like a... What? Like a the old Flash? The World War II guy who's curating the Flash Museum now? I've... Is that your favorite Flash? Is that why you're so mad? Oh, my God. I'm gonna kill Booster Gold. Actually, I should kill you so he never existed, so you never existed in my life. And I would have one less headache to deal with. Look, I really don't think you understand the awesome, awesome deal I have here. My ancestor, well, my future ancestor, is already a superhero. And they came back in time to make me a super. My future is set. I w- All I gotta do now is learn the good stuff. Now, and hold on. No offense, I want you to think you've about- You've got nothing to offer me. I need you to think about something real quick. Uh-huh. Booster Gold is a superhero now, right? Uh-huh. And- he told you that you would be training under me, right? Uh-huh. So, if you were supposed to be training under me in order for you to become a superhero, in order for him to become a superhero, for him to be able to tell you that you were going to be a superhero, don't you think that maybe you should be training under me and not some random Flash guy? Right, but if you were to train me to be a superhero, and I teamed up with a better superhero, that makes a better future for me, Ted, Booster, everybody. Problem solved. I think you hear Letitia scream <laughs> at the top of her fucking lungs. Marisol Reyes! We gotta go! Look, Blue Beetle, you're real cute and all, but I really don't need the help. Just go, live your life, hang out with your friends, be on your reality show. I'm kind of jealous, by the way. Real good move, real good marketing. Uh... Hey, Marisol, we gotta go! Uh, Marisol's just gonna punch a hole in the tree and then leave. 
and just scream like the whole <laughs> oh way. <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> so all of you guys are over at the car now in the parking lot. What what the fuck was that? Both of you. It's not just go. Are we hundred percent sure time travel is completely out of the table, off the table, in every circumstance? Yes. Time travels time travel's dangerous is why all the flashes are stupid. Yes. Oh my god. Time travel is why I'm here. Right. Well, okay, yeah, and you didn't fuck up any timelines, did you? So I didn't, no. Okay, well, um, um, the Flash is definitely in our class, the reverse Flash. What? What? Where? What? Yeah, huh? that. F- what? Wait, you think oh, no. that's what he definitely is, Ethan? That's 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 the reverse Flash in disguise. Absolutely. Okay, Wait, I don't think Flashes can do that. Disguise. I don't think Flashes can do that. No, but he might no, be able maybe. to. Why would someone disguise themselves as Ethan? As Ethan. Yeah, <laughs> Ethan sucks. <laughs> I agreed, but I mean, right. I don't know. Everybody in the car. <laughs> His dad was in Twins. You guys, I just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I hate you, Matt. <laughs> I, think, um, I think we're kind of in a pickle. Um, Mr. Bronze is working with the Reverse Flash, and they're literally right. the dumbest person I've ever met. And I've met myself, Oscar, and Alex all together. You've also met Booster Gold. I don't believe you, Letitia. I literally, I literally try to use facts and logic like you would, and he, they were like, "Um, no." Alright, don't make me sound like fucking Ben Shapiro. Okay, you know, whatever. I'm just saying, look, when we get back, when we get done dealing with this, I will go. I will go. We will go as a unit. We will beat the shit out of Booster Bronze and Flash, whatever, and get that solved. But we have literally, like, 40 minutes to interview Tuppence and Spellbinder. Why is Tuppence on the God list? damn it, you fucking made me say it. You said it first. I think it was like is about to swing Heartbeat into spiking, okay. cortisol level spiking, adrenaline level spiking. Mute, mute, mute. Just hits the mute button over and over again. Okay, look, look. We're gonna go. We're gonna drive. Uh, all you, you three in the back, open this. And she throws the safe back there. Find a way to open that for me. Oh, um, all right. Let's get the. And she just, she just pulls off and starts driving. Okay. Also, everyone suit up. I'm gonna shade the windows and. I mean, I'm gonna have to wait for that one. Oh, fair. Also, who was that cute boy you were talking to? I- I'll talk about that later. That's, my bad. My, that's like my only friend. My... Oh, while we were driving, I was, uh, I'll try and get into this safe, I guess. I will say as you touched it, the same thing that happened to um, Letitia happens to you, where briefly for a minute the world turns into a weird mirror that painting. Uh, that's cool. Okay. Alright, we're doing something funny. Oh, you had the thing happen, <laughs> you touched it. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. The thing? It's weird. I, I tro- I went to Tron for a second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, actually, uh, Oscar, give it a touch. See if it happens to you. D- uh, w- uh, wait a minute. What? That yeah, seems ill-advised. Push it on his cheek. Just okay. push it onto his cheek. What uh, if it's tagging you? What if that's what that is? What Alex if it's like a weird Alex, spell push, or something? Yeah, push it, push it against his face. face. I'm not gonna... No, 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 no. I'm dodging. I'm, I'm, I'm crawling around. <laughs> You're in a cramped car. <laughs> yeah. I know I am. <laughs> yeah, I won't. I won't. I won't. I, 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 Alex won't. I won't keep it up. I'm just, <laughs> He's just messing with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, all right. No, all right. No, all right. I'm holding up. I'm doing that thing with, uh, like your two fingers holding up a cross. 
Okay, cool. All right, yeah, <laughs> crack it open, whatever. All right, so yeah, I'll, I'll uh, Alex's uh, metal hand will come up, and a, just a bunch of uh, a bunch of burglary tools will pop out of the fingers. Uh, and I'll try and uh, try and get into this thing. Go for it. Yay, heroes! What? Well, it's mine. We're not robbing. It's mine. I literally. I mean, I, mean, I know. Yeah, and I learned how to steal stuff from my cool mom. There you go. You're pretty, mom. Oh. Okay. I forgot it feels bad. (laughs) Is that an unleash, right? That is an unleash of powers, yes. Unless you have a specific, like, move you want to use here. I hope it's not, like, Lex Luthor booby trap, because that thing goes off in the back of my car. (laughs) That's clearly what the thing is. 12. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So your burglary tools sort of... Form around like the little the little seam that forms the hingeless uh, door of the um, of the safe, and parts of it like sort of slide in and sort of form around it and sort of pull on it slightly, and there's just like a pop, almost like a suction pop, and uh, the the door of the safe opens up. I either got it or broke it. All right, think... pass me it. I'm gonna she, she, like Lizzie presses the steering wheel and it sucks into the car and it auto drives. Pass me it. Let me get it. Yep. You guys look inside. Why would you try and figure? You out? guys look inside, and inside the um, uh, the the safe is a weird-looking faded red bowler hat. Huh? What the fuck? What? It's just a hat. That's what's in there. Was this like um when your dad started balding or something? He used it to cover up. <laughs> he didn't start balding. He just went bald all of a sudden because oh. of Superman. So. So he bought, so he a, bought hat. a hat. Yeah. I feel like that's a story he told you. No, it's not a story he told me. It's public knowledge that Superman did that to he him. He's quite fond of the one where he takes over the Flash's body. He tells that one of parties all the time. Can I um? Can yeah, I use the, the beetle to scan it before we touch it? Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, please. Yeah, I'm gonna go pull it out because this is obviously well. a beetle hat, so. Nice. Oh, yes. Your beetle scans it. It does not appear to exist. Hmm. So, BB scanned it, but... Interesting. Okay. Um, All right. It's not there? Mm, Okay. All right. There, for reference, there was a um, Mr. Empty painting behind this in the walls of my dad's secret you, vault. Why oh. did you leave op- that detail until oh, now? That's great. That, I was distracted by got, Oscar with a cute we boy. We got empty cooties now. Os- Oscar, I'm sorry I tried to I tried to give you the save. Exactly, Jeez. that's what I'm what saying. What do you think would right. happen if one of us put it on? Do not put the uh, hat on, Sharir. I that, see I, That sounds bad. Also, Sharir. Wait, sure. You've traveled a multiverse. What do you think? It just hands over to safe with the hat in it. Don't put it on. He puts on the hat. Oh my god. god. <laughs> oh my fucking god. god. Shereer, you put on the hat and you experience like a weird like rush all of a sudden. It's like the world blows, blows out and again turns into a neural net. But it's almost like you see something different as the world blows together. Something beyond the world. Like the stuff you see in front of you is just a transparent plastic sheet and you're seeing something beyond it um as you keep it on this and a feeling of unease and panic begin to set in can can he still see like 
everyone else around him? Kind of. They're turning like weird plastic and flat. Sheets? Again, plastic sheets. Okay. So, like, the world has almost gone 2D. Okay. Uh, everyone else can see him, like... Uh, he is starting to breathe, like, noticeably, which is, you know, when he's starting to panic. But he puts oh. his hands up so that everyone knows that, like... It's okay, so far. Are you sure? Can he hear us? Can I... Can Sharir... Actually, yeah, can Sharir hear? It's like everybody around you is muffled and off-pitch. And it's like they're double-talking. Like they're echoing themselves. I can... kind of make out what you're saying, but it sounds... The feeling of panic rises... And your heart beats faster like than it ever underwater. has before. Roll to take a powerful blow. Ooh. Oh. Uh. Starting to sweat. Could I, um. That's I'm going to say squat it oh, back okay. into the safe. Ooh! That's a three. Bam! Yes. Yeah, so, so there's like, you have an armored hand. Yeah, just armored hand and squat it back into the safe and closes. Just. Hold on. Can I see anything else? Um, no. It's almost like you can make something out beyond, you know, the, the plastic sheet. Something that looks like it's coming towards you, but you don't have the hat on for enough long, for a long enough time before Marisol knocks it off you. No, give, give me the hat back. No, we're, I almost were saw breathing something. bad. What, what was happening? It was like... I was frozen in water, but I could still move, and it wasn't water. All right, we can do the hat experiment later. For now, I'm going to. Uh, do you even know how to close it back up? The safe. I'm gonna just put inside a rogue the whole thing. Okay. You're gonna, you're gonna Mister Empty Rogue. Rogue has had two worms inside of them. Kryptonite, if Rogue would have been knock on wood here, but she like looks at Rogue. If Rogue was going to be corrupted by now, it would have happened. Once we get done investigating everything else and interview people, then we'll go do the deal with the hat. I don't want you getting Mr. Hat Hatman while we're driving there, okay? He, he puts the hat inside of his compartment and he goes, understood, mistress. Costume up. Uh, you guys arrive at the lock. It's a large prison, just a uh, it's between Central Met and Gotham Central and closer to the southern part of uh, Pat City known as the Deep Wood. It's a big sort of um, older facility that's been repurposed with some various uh, futuristic tech provided by companies like LexCorp in order to make it more secure. This building used to be an old-timey prison and was teleported here uh, with everything else um, when Pat City was formed. Um, so it sort of required all of these upgrades and all of this tech attached to it in order for it to actually function as a, as a holding cell area for, like, metahumans and, you know, magical beings and whatnot. So you guys uh, get out from the car park and you approach the lock. Um, you guys are guided through sort of the front after security pat-down, security scans by a couple of the security guards into, like, uh, what looks like a waiting room and interrogation uh, well, it's not an interrogation room, um, into what looks like a waiting room, um, where there are a couple of uniformed officers there alongside, um, 
a fami uh, two familiar faces, and it's uh, Agent Persephone Hughes, Oscar Slash Sweets' mother, agent of Checkmate, who has been assisting you in overseeing a couple of the meta cases you've encountered lately, and Captain Henderson, uh, a captain in the Pat City Police Force, who's had a couple of negative run-ins with the outlaws. In fact, the last time you saw Henderson, um, Sharir lost control of his powers, well, really lost control of himself, and uh, injured Henderson grievously in, during the battle against Spellwright. Oh, okay, he's a pig. Um, Agent Hughes greets you all, um, and Henderson just sort of stares at you all as you walk in. Outlaws, good to see you. We were worried you weren't coming. Some people were busy with important things, and we're here now, so. Now, um, I trust you all know the situation. We are holding Spellbinder here after you were able to capture her. And, um, well, it seems she won't talk to anybody except the Outlaws. So, are you, uh... You prepared? Are we ready for this? Oh, good. Oh, yes. Question, is Chakram still being held here? Well, yes, actually. Um, Spellbinder is right. being held in a, held in a special uh, metahuman holding cell just uh, down at the end of uh, Block B. Uh, you'll see Chakram on the way. He's in one of the cells on our journey there. Uh, if you'd rather not talk to him, you don't have to. No, I want to talk to Chakram, actually. So... I uh, hope Magic the Gatherer isn't in here. He's well, still I mean, it's about time. What? I was hoping he got erased. Uh, wow. No, I'm going to get into that. You okay. want Magic the Gatherer killed? He's harmless. Well, he wouldn't have been killed. He would have just never existed. All right. I we're don't gonna know if that's worse. Off. It's just a scary thing to just want. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, who 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 guys? Who do we want to talk to first? And then we gotta to talk to Spellbinder. Probably who should Spellbinder talk? first. I, I could, I should. Okay, I could talk to Chakram alone. You guys don't have to be there. I think you should focus. No, I want to be there for interview Spellbinder. I would just drop past Chakram later. All right, um, no problem. So we'll get all five of you in the room. Um, let's let's uh let's walk over now. Um, also. Also, Blue Beetle, don't tell me to focus. I, he was my friend, and I destroyed his kneecap. I would I like to apologize. That, but he can't prioritize him right now. And this isn't a fun. Let's squash beefs, make up with exes trip. I'm, I'm not talking to my ex. I'm talking to a friend of mine who I no, hurt I really it, badly. Letitia. I'm just saying, don't let that be the main focus. To be fair, that didn't sound fun at all. It yeah, it's not fun at all. Also, I'm not. But also, we're kind of doing the exact same thing because we're going to go literally talk to one of our exes. Literally, we're talking to Alex's ex girlfriend. She's she's hardly really an ex. To me, it's I don't say that <laughs> we're in the room. <laughs> if that is fuck. going to be bad. That's. That might be harsher. <laughs> don't say than some of the things he said. Don't say anything honest. of 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 those terms oh, in there, I'm please. In, I'm not in. Yeah, well, Henderson gives a grunt okay. as you guys are talking amongst yourselves and goes, "Kids, just gossiping and bickering." Oink, did you say something? Yeah, kids. No, nothing, nothing. You keep babbling amongst yourselves. What's your problem? Who's this guy? Yeah, yeah what? what a, who fucks your beef? My problem, and he points over at Sharir, is that your nutso friend. Gave me this, and he <laughs> rips open his shirt, and he's got a scar going down this, the length of his chest. Oh, don't act like you don't think that's the coolest that's thing ever. Awesome. You just flashed it. Yeah, what are you talking I will say, about? 
That healed really quickly. That's insane. And sick. Like, come yeah. on. You, you know you're excited I'm, to show it. You just ripped your shirt open. You're welcome for giving you stitches. Yeah, he obviously just gave you a, co- a cool cosmetic scar. I mean, let's not go that far. Scar you got in battle, you can say? Captain Henderson, that really is inappropriate. They're children, for God's sake. Yeah, why are you just flash kids. I don't want you here. Can he, can yeah, we get, can we can get him out of here? Yes, you know, I think that would be adequate. Captain Henderson, you can leave. And he, he stamps his foot. <laughs> and he yells over He's like, this is bullshit. I've spent a decade of my life on the force here. You can't just push me out for some... some so some... you should know not to expose yourself to minors. You're just woke kids. That's all you are. Wow, for pork, you got a lot of beef with us, huh? Come on, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Your nipples suck, right? <laughs> and he just stomps off. What? What? <laughs> I was just thinking of things that might Is hurt. Is for that one? Your, your mom, Agent Hughes, just ver- just under her voice, looks over at you, sweet, and goes, "Good one, darling." Uh, thank you for doing that, Persephone. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. I have to work with him, but that doesn't mean I have to like him. True. Also, we had to talk about your assistant later. By the way, but let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> you guys uh just wildly just an hr nightmare you guys lead into the main holding cell area um again these are all sort of walls that are uh these are all cells that are sort of walled off with like lasers so they're transparent so you can see through them and they can see through it as well uh before you get there though you all get a message in the group chat from darren asking what's going on superhero shit um where he sends a message and says, I'm not masked up. Do you want me there? You know I'm not doing masked up, but do you want not me on backup? Not without a mask. Or... Uh, actually. Yeah, chill in the car if you want, yeah. Um, he... There might be food left back He just there, has a thumbs up. Just in case. I mean, jailbreaks happen. Yeah, that's, that's probably a good idea. So you guys start walking down... Um, these main holding cells area, holding cell areas. There are a bunch of uh, villains you don't recognize, but a full, fair handful you do. Um, in the first couple of cells, uh, where, with people you recognize, you see um, Metallo, who at this point is just a head. Um, after the last time you guys met with him, um, in the middle of a cell, just staring at you. Uh, you see the KG Beast, who um, where one of his arms is a. Uh, completely just facing the other way um but it's still in a cast after the last time Shareer saw him uh you see <laughs> that's not how you heal it <laughs> you see smoke show the daughter of uh heatwave uh who you've met a fair few times uh just in her cell just sort of bouncing a uh, rubber bouncy ball back and forth on the wall um you see chakram um letitia's uh old uh, old ally and kind of frenemy um uh, basically bending his knee and working it out. Um, as the last time Letitia saw him, um, in order to complete a mission, Letitia smashed his knee into bits. Um, and he's had a fair bit of replacement surgery on his knee since then. Um, uh, you know that Maggie is at the end of the hall. There's also a couple of other villains here that you don't recognize, but those are the ones that you do. Um, you hear a whole bunch of people in the stealth cells just start jeering at you, going, All right, outlaws, I'm gonna kill you! And you hear Metallo go, Don't think I haven't forgotten you, loose old girl. This is the second time I made you a head, relax. Just, come and on. KG Beast looks over at Sharir on the blackboard and goes, Both of you, I won't forget. I have not forgotten. 
Good. I don't even remember who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Have a nice day. Smoke Joe looks over at the group and goes, Wow, outlaws. What a surprise. Did you come to gloat? Like, did you come no, make fun of me? That's rude. You make fun of me, for sure. Uh-huh. Whatever. No. No, you're cool. You're fine. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I mostly fought Smoke Joe. I've never so. seen this one before. Right, yeah. You seem fine. Let's not call him this one. That feels really dehumanizing. Um, and you pass Chakram, who just looks over at the group and then very pointedly turns away. Owen, I'll be back. We have to talk. I'm not talking to you. Uh, yes, no. you are. And no, she just keeps no, going. It's dehumanizing. He can't walk away. Um, and you eventually get to the special, hold- special holding cell that is uh, separate from everything else that uh, contains Spellbinder. You guys uh, open up the door and you walk in, and she's behind a glass um, glass panel, kind of Hannibal style. Um, she's in, you know, a orange prison jumpsuit, um, and it's uh, the Spellbinder. Uh, she's there with her third eye in the middle of her head, with her long brown hair that goes all the way down to her um, to her waist. Um, she looks like she's seen better days, but it also looks like um, she's been busy, as there are pictures of Alex Wayne all around the cell that have been scratched up or torn to shreds. Alright, you guys, uh, you guys handle this then, right? I'll, uh... No, no. Blackbird, sit the fuck down. Okay. You might be the only reason she wants to talk to us. (laughs) Okay. Yes, we believe, we we believe the cell is dampening her metapowers, but do be careful. Believe? Well, yes, as far as we're aware. You can never really tell with this sort of technology now. This one. There's no guarantee yeah. with these sort of things, but um, either way, um, she's just been watching TV mostly. She doesn't talk to anybody. You can see that there's a TV in the cell and that it's playing something, but you can't really make it out. I'll leave you to it. All right. Now then, outlaws. Well, well, <clears throat> well. Um, hmm. Let me get this started, right, everybody. Yes, you. Uh, okay. Uh, Marisol, right? Hello. You should probably get this started as the leader. Oh my god. Code names. Blackbird. <laughs> Blue Beetle. Code. As I can as see the you back there. I can't uh, hear you right now. You're not close enough to the glass, but I can see you. Uh, Marisol's going to step up. Hi, Maggie. Can I call you Maggie? Maggie leaves her place real close to the glass and goes, oh... Blue Beetle steps up to the plate. Fearless leader. Bravo. And she, like, mockingly claps. I'd ask you how you're doing, but I can guess. I'm just working through my hair. That's all. You wanted to talk to us? I mean, you're the only people I'm going to talk to. So? I mean, we're friends now, right? That's how it works. You take me down. You forgive me. No. I give you information. We can you protect be- scumbags like Alex Wayne. Okay. She's got us there. She. Listen. I think. Sometimes. Boys are mean. And I'm sorry for what Alex did to you. No one deserves to do to go through that. You think that 
I'm evil just because I tried to kill a bunch of people in a TV studio and cause them all to see horrific nightmares beyond their imaginations and make them fight each other. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) That's a pretty bad, bad, bad person thing to do. Not like hard evil, but really fucked up morally, I would say. That's nothing to personally manipulating someone. Okay, but did any of those people um, do that to you? uh, (laughs) Not saying that it's eye for an eye is good, just saying you involved innocence. It's not my... Fault. So it's Alex's fault. He made me do it. He made you. Alright. If he just paid attention and died like a good little boy, we wouldn't be in this mess. You don't know him, outlaws. I know the real Alex Wayne. Not the making it Wayne reality TV sham- show cameras sham shammy goofy idiot. Soon to be highest rated show on cable television. Um, oh my, Blackbird, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I hate you the most of all, Blackbird, you smarmy mouthpiece of shit. Well, uh, I mean, that's that's on you. Uh, oh my god. Ran away to Patch City because daddy didn't want you as Robin anymore? Pathetic. You couldn't cut it in Gotham. You're soft. And you know what? Everybody knows it. Letitia, can you take off, can you, can you take the cameras out? And here, and, and, what? Like, huh? No, are you going? No, I'm not going. Are you going to hit her? No, I'm not going to hit her. I'm. I'm. You're, are you? I touched the nerve a little bit. Oh yeah. Okay. Do you? You need a hug? No, it's just, just uh. It's alright. It's gonna. Hey Maggie. Yeah. What? What are you? What? Are... Let's uh I don't I don't know I don't know how your weird eye powers work. Um You know it's me, right? Oh my god. What? Yeah. Um oh it's pretty god. pretty obvious. Oh wow. You didn't know? I guess you weren't paying attention. I don't believe you. Alright, Letitia will take the cameras out then so he can just do his little reveal and be a dickhead. Like ten seconds. No, just like ten seconds, so we can just like put the mask up, put it back down. Yeah, when when, the, when those go down, I'll take my my little tiny mask off for a second and put it back on. Um, unleash your powers. Who me? Who Yes, you. <laughs> now watch me beef this for the first time. Probably. That's an eight. That's an eight. I mean, for you, that's beefing it apparently. But can I take guilty? I feel bad about doing this to Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can take guilty, actually. You know what? That's fair. It's the uh, you first take the cameras out. in months. <laughs> you take the cameras Shut out, up. and um, Alex, you briefly show Maggie, and she starts slamming at the glass door. No, 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 no! Yeah, I really thought you would have known. It's, uh, I mean, you got eye powers and stuff. I, I don't know. I cast illusions, and as she just crumples to the ground, she goes, How? What makes you think I'm not going to tell everyone, Alex? What makes you think they're going to believe you? You're a supervillain. You just lie. <laughs> I have a popular TV show. Maybe you're the one who couldn't cut it. Jeez. Alright, alright. Is... Uh, okay, Blackbird, I think we did enough. I can't Let's believe I kind of felt a little bit bad when I came in here. Alright. You felt Alex. bad? Okay. A little bit. I mean, I... I don't want you to go all super villain. Come on. Hey, um, hey, hey, Maggie. This is uh, Apex Letitia. You know, um, 
Look, I have uh, some really boners of exes also. I think the best you could do is to do good, to like rub it in their faces, you know? Alex isn't worth it. The kid sucks. He has a good chin, but that's from his dad. He's super awful and emotionally unavailable. You like have the third eye thing going. Your aesthetic's pretty good. You dress well when you're like in your civilian clothes. Just like next time, don't date anyone who's rich. It's the worst thing you can do. And I want to comfort and support Maggie. Go for it. Hell yeah. I'm also ripping apart her life. <laughs> so I'm going to do it with Superior for my move. Wow, I'm rolling bad today. That's a nine. I hate you. I hate you so much. I was going to offer to add to try and do a team thing. Help so me. No, not no Marisol, can you help me? Because you no. were also talking to her being nice about boys being mean. Oh, so you do have at least one team. Yeah, I feel like I couldn't help here, to be honest. <laughs> do you want to help, Kathy? Um, yeah, I'll help. What do you say to help her get over? Talk Alex. shit about Alex. Talk shit about Alex. <laughs> that is the best option. Maggie. <laughs> um. Girl to girl. You can do so much better. So much better. Marisol like is like squatting on the ground now, just like exhausted. Just <laughs> I felt it. Alex I felt I've, the head I've, hang. I've been to Alex's house. He's by the way, he lives with the henches. So that's one red flag. The the, the old the old guy and the Popeye looking kid? Yeah. Two red flags. Um he has a Rick and Morty poster and he's proud of it. That poster is real cool. It's from season four. Third red flag. He has billions and billions of money in his fucking trust fund. And the guy can't buy fucking shit to make his athlete's foot not stink up the place when we hang out. Like, that's not entirely false. I can understand, like, (laughs) crimes of passion and, like, you're a young teen girl and this is your first crush, maybe. But, oh my god, he's no Bruce Wayne. Like, like maybe give him, like, six years, but right now, no, this is his... You think this is about this is his. This is about the embarrassment he caused me. Do you have any idea what Gotham High Society dating is like? And when you're dating a Wayne, everything is my fault. No, but the thing is, though, those people are wrong. I'm telling Mag, I'm saying is, you don't have to hold this for you. And if you need support, I'm willing to help you with that. I've been in similar situations to you. What am, what am I supposed to do when everyone around me is talking shit about me? Don't hang with those people. It happens. Also, stand up for yourself. Like, yeah, you hurt a lot of people, but, like, the abilities you have, you're kind of a bad bitch, you know? Like... Well, let's not no, I mean that literally. Like you're Sorry, you're being really bad, and like you can channel that rage and that anger into something way better and prove all those people wrong. I mean, I just fi- I just figured killing Alex would make all like my problems go away. It won't. It won't. I because, promise you, it won't. Listen, I promise you. If it won't. you were to kill Alex, you know what would happen. He would have a fucking bomb-ass funeral. Everybody would be talking about all the great things about him that are total lies, and you would be demonized. Be great. 
We would have shrimp. Yeah, like you would, like, you wouldn't even be the villain. You would not even be Maggie anymore. You'd just be that girl that Alex owns so bad she killed him. You wouldn't have your identity. You wouldn't have anything. Also, we got a ten all the way. We're really trying to get to. Oh her. no, we you you are, you are succeed. You are you are definitely gonna also her. like the entire <laughs> Bat family would be on yeah. your case. And like it's... forever. That's like you seven would be people. Opening door after door after door for all sorts of heroes to come get revenge on you and put you to justice. And what would you get out of it? Alex not being here anymore, Nothing. but he's causing you more problems. Also, he still pr- like. I-, I was gonna mount his head on a display and put it above my fireplace. No, Robins die every week. Also, he'll probably just get better. Like, I'll come back with with a cool hood and I'll be cooler. That'll that's how it happens. Yeah, you can't let him win. Maggie, I refuse to let you let him win. You're going to do... Look, you're going to stay here for a little bit. You're going to better yourself. And the moment you get out, I will give you a job. I will do anything I can. You are not going to let Alexander Wayne win. She pauses for a second. Just looks over at Alex and goes, Fuck you. And then sits down and crosses her legs. And says, Okay. What do you want to know? Yes, your flop moment is over. Let's go. That's great, guys. I really appreciate you all lying about me to help get Maggie through this. Uh, Shareer grabs Alex by the throat and walks him out. <laughs> oh my god. It wasn't a lie, Alex. You you all continue. I'll keep an eye on Alex. Hey, can you guys tell Chakram I'm sorry since I'll we're talk busy to in him. here? Thank you. So uh Alex and Shareer Exunt. Yeah, I might I might I might go with them too. You know what? Uh, yeah. I feel awkward in here. So you guys get out into the hall. Letitia and Marisol, um, you're in there with Maggie now, and you feel free to ask her just whatever you like. Did you always have these abilities, or did someone give them to you? No. I made a deal. Some weirdo spoke to me through a painting. (sighs) Mr. Empty? Yeah. Where'd you find the painting? It was in a gallery in Gotham. Gallery? Hmm. It's part of a series, apparently. There's a whole bunch of them all over the place. No one knows who the artist is. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, that's what um, everybody do you, asks. Do you know anything about a, a bowler hat? What? Do you just know anything? Have you seen, A bowler hat, that's it. If you don't know, it's fine. You like a gave red me a big hat. dramatic speech to get over my shitty ex-boyfriend, and now you're asking me about hats? What Maggie, there's a lot of investigating stuff with supervillains you know. Come on. I've been a supervillain for like two weeks, guys. Come on. I know, I'm just saying, it's like it's it's a lot. I'm just asking you to come on work with us here. Um okay. Have you what's your contact with Mr. Empty? You made it sound like you had a closer tie to him than normal when we talked to you last time. The eyes they don't come from me, they come from him. They were gifts. What put one in me in my forehead. I can do these things. What what deal did you make? What did you give him in exchange? Some of my memories. I don't remember what they are, but I know what I gave away. What was it? Oh, everything to do with Alex. Good move. Like I said, this isn't about my feelings. Once I got rid of all of them, I was st- my reputation was still ruined because of all the shit he talked and just... Okay, yeah. so it was really pure age. Girl made the same deal went awful for me so i know this doesn't the memory thing exes does not ever fix it i know you know you guys are a lot 
kinder than the papers make it out to be. They're always blowing up hospitals or schools or junking them. Because we're not like weird Republicans like Hawkman, so we don't get a good image. It kind of, it's just Fallout, really. We we don't mean to do that. No, that's fair. I, I will admit it's nice to have somebody to talk to in here. Hey, um, listen, I have a friend in here. I'll wherever they take you, I'll try to visit. Oh, don't, don't get me wrong. I do have a neighbor, and she gestures over to the left, where you see another door leading to another cell that looks like it's it's all connected to this one, but it's clearly in the next room. I got a neighbor in the next room, but she just sleeps a lot, so she doesn't talk much. Kind of, kind of a bitch, but whatever. That sucks. Yeah, she's supposed to have super strength or something, so she's always pounding on the walls. But these uh, these cells dampen our power, so. Letitia makes a face. It's just like, okay, um, whew, uh, all right. Um, do you have anything else to tell us about Mister Empty? I know he's talking not just to me, but influential people in Patch City. I didn't take his words, yeah, okay. but I did take an eye. But there are some people who are voluntarily taking some of those worms, and I don't know the full extent of it. But you guys need to be careful. Do you remember where the gallery was where you saw this painting? Like I said, it was in Gotham. I think that particular painting actually got transferred here a little while ago. Yeah, it was at the gala we went to. You guys were at a gala a couple weeks ago where a bunch of you did actually yeah. run into Ethan Cobblepot for the first time. Yeah. Which is why you noticed his change. Um, wh- Alright. Quick question. Have you hung around Ethan Cobblepot recently? <laughs> that loser? Yeah, was he I still- mean, I saw him... I saw him when Alex was trying to give that public apology, but he didn't seem worth taking. Ethan's always been kind of a loser. But he was still, re- mm. like, really loud and shrill and... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you have no way we can get the Mr. Empty, then thank you for this information. If you have anything else, try to get in contact with us, and we'll see what we can do. Uh, she says, I'll try. Um, thanks anyway. Um, and as she finishes, you hear a pounding from next door. And Morgan, you hear a voice that sounds familiar. Just yell, will you shut up in there? God, I'm trying to nap. Sorry. Is there a role to keep composure? There should be. Give me a powerful blow. Can I take a powerful blow? You know what? I think that sounds appropriate. Take a powerful blow. (laughs) Cool. Here we go. I have a... Do you have any conditions? I have a plus one. Because I have guilty. Oh, wait. I actually lost guilty... Because of comfort support, but I'm like, that's the end of the scene. So I'm gonna have it now, but at the end of the scene, I won't have it anymore. Mark that down in your notes. Oh, yeah. True. <gasps> Holy shit! <gasps> oh, leave the room, I guess. Um. Okay. All right. So you rolled a so, ten, Letitia, which is uh, bad, but worse. I didn't. I didn't just can roll a ten. I rolled an eleven. Can I do like the the whole look at me routine to calm her down as <laughs> a defense? This isn't you. <laughs> um. I, I, I know what I'm picking. What you, what I know what picking I'm picking. Here, I'm losing control of myself in a thought. terrible oh. way. God damn so it! No. I think what it is. I don't think Letitia like. I think this is a reaction she's having because she's a bitch. Not that like as a reaction of like who it is. I think her immediate reaction was to what screws her to shut the fuck up is to go. No, you shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> she's an asshole. So I think instead of like like that's probably Tumpus in another room. She's gonna go with this. Bitch, you shut the fuck up. 
we're actually having a conversation. And I think she kicks the wall in return. Uh, do you have angry? Uh, I don't. Take angry. I'll take angry. And then I think she goes, oh, fuck. Was There's that- just a deathly silence after you kick the wall and you yell. And you just hear the voice a little bit quieter now, but loud enough for you to hear through the walls. Just go, Tish? Hey, TT. Marisol's eyes go red, like the little visors. <laughs> and she's just like, nope, nope, Maggie. It was good talking to you. Thank you so much. She grabs Letitia by the arm and drags her out. There was so much sweetness in that voice. I want to oh roll take another powerful blow. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> enough. That's enough. You've had enough. Stop it. Okay. So are you going to let Marisol drag you out? Marisol, she sounded so soft. She never sounded soft before. You know what else is going to sound Look, soft? Okay. My foot up your ass. Marisol, no, we're leaving. <laughs> Look, okay. You guys, so so you guys try to exit through the door. Uh, Marisol, you try to drag Letitia out, but the door is locked. Um, oh fuck! What the fuck. And suddenly the lights in the room turn off. Oh shit! Um, you hear a voice in the other room go, "Tish, is this you?" And Spellbinder just goes, "What's going on? Oh my god!" No, this is this is not me. This is not me. Uh, Spellbinder's TV turns on and starts playing a weird children's show. Oh my god. God damn it. Maggie, turn the TV off. She unplugs it, but it keeps playing. The song itself becomes distorted and weird, and suddenly the TV seems to grow and lift itself off its hinges. Weird wires start extending out of it that form into weird spindly limbs. Um with a weird rudimentary human eye hanging off one of uh one of the uh one of the arms that almost looks like the same eye that Maggie has on her head. She's trapped inside that cell with this thing as it advances towards her. You can hear Tuppin from the other room go, Tish, what's going on, Tish? And Maggie screams as this thing comes towards her. And that's where we're gonna leave you guys. We're gonna we're gonna go to the hallway now. And um the three of you notice the red alert happening. Um, unlike the others, uh, you guys are paying a bit more attention to your phones, and you get a message from Darren telling you um, a frantic voice message going, Guys, I don't know what's going on, but the prison is uh, covered in uh, weird red lights. Are you getting this? Weird red lights? Uh, what? Um... Uh, what is... uh, Shereer's going to try and peek back into the, the Maggie room. Uh, you see the door is still locked. Locked. <clears throat> I'm, I'm gonna start scanning through. I'm gonna look at every single cell. Is everybody accounted for? Oh, everyone's accounted for, but they're not in their cells. You see the doors have opened up, and very slowly but surely, every single supervillain in that hallway emerges from their cell. Of course. KG Beast is carrying Metallo's head in um, in his good arm. Um, okay, Chakram uh, slinks over, um, holding uh, what looks like a homemade circular chakram made out of a plate. Um, Smoke Show vanishes from her interior cell and appears in the middle of the hallway in a burst of black smoke. And a whole host of other supervillains you don't necessarily recognize also walk out. Didn't realize we were in Arkham. Great security here. (laughs) Okay, this is where I excel. 
Dice Comics presents Blue Beetle and the Outlaws. You can find us on Twitter at Dice Comic. Marisol Reyes is played by Cat, found on Twitter at Save the Gomp. Oscar Hughes is played by Broden, who can be found on Twitter at Dio Brandango. Alex Wayne is played by Matt, who can be found on Twitter at Ivan Snoo. Sharia is played by Brand. Letitia Luther is played by Morn. This session was GM by Indy Tang, who can be found on Twitter at It's Mr. Mars. Produced by Indy Tang. Music composed by Indy Tan, edited by Indy Tan and Steven Staver, who can be found on Twitter at S Staver. Dice Comics is not affiliated with AT&T, WarnerMedia, or DC Comics. What?